Welcome to episode 34 of the Mama Love podcast. And you might need to forgive the very casual, conversational nature of this podcast episode. There's not a lot of planning in it. But I was thinking if we were catching up for coffee this week, this is what I would tell you. Welcome to the Mama Love podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. Now, I have to give you a disclaimer. I'm sitting here in my pyjamas about to record this conversation and I've come downstairs. I've had the, um, you know, Ben and the boys have gone off to work and school and have come downstairs to record and it has been super wet in Brisbane in the past week and I know it's been really wet everywhere and we've been really lucky that there has been no flooding where we are Um, but our downstairs area gets quite wet and um, when the rain is heavy or sustained which it has been in the last week so I've come downstairs to record this episode And then realised that my office has very wet floors and carpets, so I've just spent the last little while pulling apart my office and trying to dry out my floor. So, you know, fun, spontaneous nature of life. Um, So if we were catching up for coffee this week, I promise you I would be dressed and not in my pyjamas. Um... But, you know, feel free to pause this, go grab a tea or a coffee or, you know, something stronger and let's have a chat. Um, Last week we celebrated Charlie's 11th birthday on Thursday. Now, I absolutely love that kid to bits, but gosh, he is hard to buy for. And even he thinks he's hard to buy for. Like he couldn't even think of what he would buy himself if he had the opportunity. So me buying things for him for his birthday is quite tricky. So I spent last Wednesday dashing around finding a few gifts for him and the rest of the day actually cleaning his room. I'm not sure if it's just me, but I feel like you need a clean room on your birthday. And his was an absolute debacle. So he did actually appreciate me cleaning his room. He's told me later that that was his favorite present. So you know, bonus points to mum. Charlie only asked for one thing on his birthday, a model plane of an F-35 or an F-22. And hopefully that means more to you than it does to me. But um, we've got a hobby store quite close to us. So I did some research. I went to have a look, but I couldn't decide between two options. It was either an pretty average price kit that he would have to put together which had 84 pieces and painting and stuff involved and he's not a super crafty kid so I just didn't know whether that would appeal Um, or actually quite rather expensive very small already built die cast model 
Um, and I, I couldn't really decide between the two, so I ended up thinking that I would bring him back in the afternoon after school to make his own selection. Um, I also ended up getting him quite, you know, quite an expensive, pretty fancy Lego Technic kit that turned into a remote control car. And he decided, um, well, he seemed quite nonplussed by the Lego Technic, even though it was quite fancy and I thought it looked pretty cool. But he told me later that he doesn't really like it when I buy expensive things and he actually wanted me to take it back. And he ended up not worrying about the model plane either. Instead, we went to Mr. Toy's Toy World in the afternoon where it was just him and I. And he picked out, he walked up and down those aisles and he ended up picking up two Marvel figurines of Captain America and Iron Man. And he was absolutely happy as Larry. And that made his birthday being able to pick those out. Um, And it just made me think, I really wanted him to have something to open on his birthday, but really he just loved that experience of of being able to select his own special things that he'd never seen before and he was quite excited when he saw them on the shelf. So I thought, you know, sometimes it's about shifting up the perspective that maybe maybe that is a nice way for him to select gifts given he is so hard to buy for. Uh, we went out later that night to an Italian restaurant and he ate all his favourite foods, hot chips, gnocchi and cheese pizza. So I think we ended up finishing off the birthday on a high. And then two days later on Saturday, the 20th of March, it would have been Nicholas's ninth birthday. And both the boys had sporting trials for school starting pretty early that Saturday morning. So we were in action mode, getting Sam off to rugby and Charlie and I were heading to soccer at a different location. So Ben took Sam off to rugby. Um, And you know, we were out and it was still quite wet and we got back to our house later in, you know, probably mid-morning just before lunch and everyone went their separate ways to do their own thing and I made some cupcakes, rainbow cupcakes, and but there was a very definite um, sense of feeling very flat. And, you know, I'm really I'm kind of used to the anniversary of Nicholas's death, which is the 2nd of May, feeling quite hard. But his birthday's never really been much of a challenge for me. And I don't know, for me, I've always focused on his arrival into the world and what a beautiful, positive experience that was um, and how lucky we were to welcome him into the world and into our family. So I don't know, it's always felt like kind of a a celebratory day but oh man grief absolutely kicked my butt this week (laughs) and yeah so we just all in our separate ways were feeling pretty flat on Saturday and later in the afternoon I think Ben and I really needed to fill in some space so Ben suggested we go to Bunnings and we were walking up and down these aisles and I remember saying to him, babe, I don't think we're going to find our joy in Bunnings and and we really did not find our joy in Bunnings and we went home. I think we bought one little 
$7 plant while we were there. So we came home and we popped a bottle of Nicolas Fouat French Champagne, which we often do on milestone days, um, and made a toast to our beautiful boy who should have been with us celebrating his ninth birthday and talked about maybe what we would have been doing had we had our nine-year-old with us what he would have wanted for his birthday, what party he would have made us have. Uh, Nicholas was always up for a celebration. And we had a pretty quiet night in. On Sunday morning, I normally hike with my beautiful friends, but I just, I really knew that I didn't have it in me this week. And so I enjoyed the sleep in while they were out walking. And... I felt marginally better on Sunday and we did end up going out to have sushi and gelati, which was nice. Um, And Charlie had a friend over in the afternoon and Ben went running and kind of was a bit more like a normal Sunday, even though it was still very, very wet. And I finished a book. Uh, I knew that I didn't really have it in me for particularly – you know, big works of literature. So I went with a bit of a chick. <laughs> I'm not sure what the word is. Romantic book. I don't know what it's called. Um, so I went with a easy read from Myri McFarlane, which I often, I do like her books and they are nice and easy to read. And it was nice to have a rainy weekend at home. On Monday morning, I was so tempted with another rainy day to keep the boys at home so I didn't have to do drop off and pick up, but um, I got them off to school and I had a catch up. Um, I had a coaching session with a beautiful client and friend of mine, which was a really lovely start to the day. And I actually think we both needed each other's energy on Monday morning. And then I came home and while Monday is normally my my work day, my you know podcasting and coaching and things like that, I just really had a sense that I needed to look after me and go underground and just go overdrive on self-care because I I really needed it. And so I read my book and I had a sleep. And I had a bath and did a meditation and made myself a smoothie and did some journaling and all of the self-care things that I love to fill my bucket um, to get me through the day and to refill and replenish. And we normally wouldn't crack out a movie on a Monday night on a school night but we ended up watching a family movie and having a glass of wine and normally we don't drink during the week either but we just I don't know just felt like what we needed this week and sometimes it's really important to stop and breathe and say what do I need today what do I need not what should I do not What does someone else need me to do, but what do I need? And so we did, and Tuesday definitely felt better, and here I am now on Wednesday, you know, a week, if not more, overdue on this podcast episode. 
Thanks for your patience. I'm probably the only one who noticed anyway. Um, and I feel like I guess I'm on the other side of it, um, of this grief milestone moment, uh, this little grief tidal wave that took me under this week. Um, and I often say that I don't mind when grief takes me under briefly. <laughs> it's not how I want to live. Feeling sad and flat and not having much energy. But it helps me remember um, that five years on, while we may not spend every single day you know, going out to visit Nicholas's memorial garden or weeping or missing him in that really intense sense, it's a reminder that his absence is absolutely very much felt. And this grief journey isn't linear. And we ride the roller coaster. And we feel hard. We feel the depths of that grief because we loved so hard. And that's okay. Whew. Sorry. I definitely would have cried had we caught up for coffee this week. So there you go. Keeping it real. This is where I'm at. The highs and lows of birthday week. This is the first of the love birthdays. We have a lot of birthdays and milestones uh, between the 18th of March and the 14th of June. We have Charlie and Nicholas's birthdays kick us off in March and then Nicholas's anniversary on the 2nd of May, then Mother's Day, then Ben and my anniversary and then my birthday and Ben's birthday and Sam's birthday and then we're all done in a matter of three months. So it's an intense time of year. <sighs> Thanks for our catch up. I want to say sorry for the tears, but thanks for just being here, listening to me through the tears. I appreciate it. Have a beautiful week. Thanks for listening and I will catch you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E.com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at Mama Love. Talk to you soon.